Hi, and welcome to the Still Telling It Like It Is program. I'm Apostle Baker J. Baker, who is a doctor in psychology. And normally I would be saying, my friend, Apostle Dr. Barry Cook, I'm going to bring him in, but he's not here again this week. He has, he's having uh, a few surgeries on his mouth, on his teeth, and um, we sure miss him. I enjoy uh, uh, the interaction that we have. I enjoy the synergy. I enjoy the, uh, all of that, but he will be back next week. Prayerfully, he will be back next week. Um, last week, I talked about last time we were together. Welcome to sunny Northern California. Our weather is finally changing where it's uh, uh, getting brighter. I pray it didn't rain after I'm talking about how great it is and how warm it is. But at any rate, um, what we were talking about last time was living from a higher life. You know, uh, Apostle McGee that, that ministers with me on Monday now until Apostle Calvin um, uh, is better or for as long as it is that he, he's on this program, whatever, for whatever length of time. We talk about, he, talk, he talks about living from that higher place. Well, I'm talking about it from another uh, uh, another point or another another point of view. And I want you to listen to this. Um, oh, I forgot to let you know uh, again about my books. Um, the Spirit of the Fear of the Lord in you. Uh, it looks, it, it, it sounds horrible, but it's a great book. And then the King's will for you is to smile, laugh, and be happy. Everything I do is about the kingdom because that's the only life there is. Nothing else is really, um, is really, is really God other than that in the earth. We're to, we are to operate as the kingdom citizens, as the, as the sons of God in our created form. And we're supposed to live, we are to live from the higher dimension, from the higher place, from that place of being in this world as I'm in this world as a woman, I'm in this world as a female, I'm in this world as a dust bunny, I'm in this world as a human, I'm in this world as a as a form a formulated being. I mean, you know, God loved me so much that he formed me, but I am a created being and my and my life, my my mind is in heaven. My mind gets my ideas. It is to get my ideas. It is to get my values. It's to get my my orders. It's to get my direction. It's to get my heart. Everything is supposed to be from there so that I operate in that manner. I'm not operating from this low dimension. See, this is when uh, Apostle, uh, when we talk about frequency and when I talk about quarks and when I talk about uh, uh, algorithms. I'm talking about something that's higher, something that you can't see with a natural eye, the way that you look at them. But every time you talk, everything that you do, you're doing it with a, with a flow, with a rhythm. You're doing it uh, uh, with with uh, with with the uh, algorithms are happening. You're doing it with the frequencies of heaven or of earth. I, I talked about before how words are not all equal. When you're speaking, when the world is speaking, they're speaking from a lower frequency than we are. That's why when you just repeat their words, you're giving those words power. 
if they let you know that you, uh, uh, you're confused, that you don't know this, or you don't know whether you're male or female, or you don't know who you are, or uh, 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 th this is happening to your body, this is happening here, and you repeat them, what happens is they're speaking from a lower, uh, from a lower frequency because this is where they're getting their knowledge from. They get their knowledge from this from this realm. But when you speak it, when you and I speak it, we're speaking it from the frequencies of heaven. And especially if you if you are, I mean, if you're born from above, if you are a saint of God, if you're recognizing who it is that you are, if you're a kingdom citizen, all of those things, you speak from the king's throne, you speak from the king's place, you speak from the king's words. You don't eat the food of, 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 and that's what it is. Words are food. Remember, Jesus talked about that. If you don't eat of my word, uh, uh, eat of me and drink of me. If you, uh, you know, the words are, 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 are spirit, their life, the taste and see how good he is. All of these things are about words. And so we need to really uh, uh, think about my mother used to say, think twice before you speak once. You need, we need to really start to think about what it is that you're saying and why are you saying it? What results do you expect to get? I can't do this. I can't do this. My father, uh, many of you know, my father died when I was very young, five, six years old. And he let me know, Bobby, that apostrophe thing i want you to look at that i mean he took it and it was almost like it was a dagger and here it was i want you to stab it to death because you take that can't you take that t out of it you can do this you can read you can write you can think you can you can you can and you will can and will needs to be two of our words that we start to use more often rather than can't. And those are words that you need to do mirror therapy with. You know, uh, anyone that's in therapy with me or has ever been in therapy with me knows that I talk a lot about mirror therapy. So um, uh, we're going to talk about these words again. And I'm going to take you from a study. And these uh, uh, everything I'm talking about is coming from Deuteronomy 28, Joshua 1. Galatians 3, Philippians 4, um, where else? Um, oh, Romans 8, uh, and Ecclesiastes 2, and any rate, uh, and Romans 12 and Matthew 6, the whole chapter of Matthew 6. Okay, I use the words of God. And when I use the words of God, I'm using it with an understanding that the words that I use are not low words because they're words that come at a frequency. When I use the words of God in faith, then the frequency of those words change things in my universe. Everything was created by words and God said, and God said, even I was created that way. And God said, let us make mankind in our image and in our likeness, image and likeness, make them an imitators of us and make them do so that they can do things like us. Okay. Image 
and likeness. All right. Eventually we'll get into that probably on my Tuesday program. Uh, I'm just, this is just a filler, but it's a good filler. <laughs> okay. And so when I realize that the words that come out of my mouth, when I realize that I'm speaking these words, I must be careful. I used to say all kinds of things. And my mother used to tell me, baby, that little red thing in your mouth is going to get you in trouble. Watch what comes out of your mouth. As I said on the last program, think twice before you speak once. Because once you bring these words out, they're out there. I mean, I've, I've asked for a, 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 um, a crop failure and all of those. But the words that I speak, I said something to... Uh, she was, well, she was probably looking for an excuse to get away from me anyway. One of the, uh, I, uh, when we moved from one place to the other, there was a situation that happened and I did not think. And I said some things or accused uh, someone of something. And I said those words and I said them without thinking twice. And as soon as they came out of my mouth, I was apologizing. I called and I said, I am so sorry. I apologize. Forgive me. And I, I, I mean, I, I was tears and I begged her to forgive me. She says, I forgive you, but our relationship has never been the same. Now I've had people to do that to me. And some of them called and said, forgive me. And some of them never called to do anything, but because of where I am in my realm of maturity, it was like one of those things that, okay, I got to forgive. I choose to forgive. And I choose to make this relationship like it was. I had a friend, uh, still have her, uh, that I had many, many years ago. And we had parted ways, mainly she had parted more ways than I had because, you know, I still had her in my heart. It was like, okay, whatever. And there was a day that she called me and asked me to forgive her. She said she had wronged me or whatever it is. And I said, okay whatever. And so I started on another conversation and it was like, for me, our relationship was just there. Why is that? Because of the love, the love, the love. She didn't have to earn something else because I knew one thing I knew, I knew that when she said, I am sorry that she meant it. And, 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 and I had gone through all of this time. I didn't even remember what it was about. I remember when one of the parishioners one of the ladies in our congregation, her husband had said, oh my God, he had said things about me. He had talked about me so bad. He had said all kinds of nasty things about me. And he had, I mean, he had told other people about me. He had lied on me and done all that kind of stuff. And there was a day that he called and he was crying. He had asked her, uh, I need Dr. Baker's number. And she was just shocked. She said, what? What do you need that for? He said, I need Dr. Baker's number. And he called me and he said, Dr. Baker. And I said, yeah, baby, what, what can I do for you? He said, I got to apologize to you. I said, okay, you're forgiven. And he said, no, no, no. I got to tell you what I did. He says, I did. I said, I don't need to know. He said, but I have to tell you. So what did I do? I took the phone and I put it down because I did not want to hear 
all of the things that he had said. I'd heard bits by bits by bits from other people as to some of the things that he had said, but he had to get that off. He died not too long after then, but he had to get that. He had to, to, to relieve himself of that. And I am so glad. And then before then, there were some things that he asked me to do for his family that he asked me to do. Now, here it is, someone that has hated me, that has said all of these things, all of these nasty things, all of this time. And then right before he dies, he he he, he apologizes and, uh, and then asks me to do something. You know what? I have tried to live up to that. In fact, there ain't no trying. I have done and am doing just what it is that he asked. Why is that? Because I am a son, I am a, a spiritual son and a female daughter of Almighty God. God has forgiven me. He says, however it is that I'm willing to forgive, that's how I am forgiven. And I don't want sickness and disease and lack and anger and bitterness and judgment and all of those things. Matthew 7, 1, judge not, judge not. And it's not talking about don't judge any things. It's saying don't judge another person's heart. Judge not, for with the same judgment that you judge their heart, yours is going to be judged. With the same measure that you do this, this is going to happen. It's not talking about don't judge whether this is right or wrong, uh, whether uh, 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 adultery or fornication or homosexuality or lesbianism or, uh, um, or, uh, 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 murder or, uh, 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 any of those things, whether uh, cursing somebody out is wrong, whether this is wrong. And I'm not against any of the people. It is God just says what it is that he says. So whatever it is that he says, whatever it is that he tells me to believe, that's where I am. I have all kinds of people in my family. I got people in my family that 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 that's been up for murder. I got people in my family that 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 that's been in adultery. That's this 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 and a whole lot of stuff. I've been myself before I came into Christ. So I don't have. I mean, I can't blame nobody for nothing. And God has forgiven me and cleansed me from all the stuff that I did. And no, I am not going to tell you because some of the things, some of the things that I did, you don't need to know. I don't even want to remember those things. I love the scripture and the word of God where it says, forgetting those things which are behind. I press and sometimes in my mind, I have to press because some of the things that go on in there, you did this, you did this, you did this. And that's when the scripture comes. I have to cast down. I have to take that thought captive. Why is that? Because I would blame myself. I would look at this that's going on in my family. And this that's going on in my life. This that's going on in there. And then I would take those things on myself. And then I would deny, be denying what it is that God has done in me to me, with me. I will have forgotten his promises. I will have forgotten his principles and his patterns. So I don't know who's that for, but that was not on my, my notes. Not that I go by them that much anyway, but anyway, uh, uh, it wasn't on there, but, um, any rate, 
So all words are not equal in value or in power and rank. Your words as a kingdom citizen, as an ambassador of God's, they rank higher. So let them be, be careful what it is you say. Be careful how you judge others. Be careful how you judge situations. Be careful how you walk so that you can walk in a place of freedom. Be cautious about that. Or the authority, they're not, because they don't have the same authority. See, the Bible says this, that all, and especially when it's believer against believer, my gosh, we really got a problem there because what you're doing is you're nullifying you know, don't make the word of God of no effect. Well, maybe many times we're nullifying what it is that should be. We're we're diminishing our own power and authority by allowing corrupt communication to come out of our mouths. The meditation of and on the book of the law, the Torah, the instructions, the prophetic teaching, the priestly and kingly direction. Now, people say we're not under law, we're under grace. But what is this grace? Not only is this grace an empowerment for you to live this, but this grace, this word charisma, this word uh, 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 karos means I do this with a excited, a joyous thing. That's why I like this book, Smile, Laugh and Be Happy, because I forgive you joyously. God was excited about forgiving me. He didn't do it reluctantly. He was excited about forgiving me. And when I give grace, when he gives grace, when that grace is there, he gives that grace. He releases that grace. He releases it in an exciting manner that this is the grace that is going to be able to change you, to, to form you into the image of Christ, into the image of doing what it is that he wants done in the earth. It is an excitement. It's excitement all by itself. It is a gift. This is a gift. This is a gift of freedom. Grace is a gift of freedom. It will work in and through you. It will cut those things off. It empowers you to be able to do it. And this is the joy. This is something grace will make you stronger. It is about the joy of the Lord being in you, moving in you, operating in you so that it can move out of you so that you can help other people. I am so excited about the things that have happened to me, the freedoms that I have have the freedoms that I've received, the freedoms that I'm able to live in. I want those for you. My job, my purpose in life is not about Baker. It is not about me. It is about you. It is not for you. It is about me doing what it is that I am to do. So that's about me so that I can help empower you to do and to be who it is that God has you to be. My job is to help to see what's in you, let you know about it, and then take it and pull it out so that you can operate in it. My God, your success, your 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 improvements your value your 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 promotions your the good things that happen to you they are exciting to me i ain't gonna get jealous i'm gonna be excited 
you get something in life. I mean, this is great. This is the reason that if I spent all my time talking about I did this and I did this and this is how great I am and I'm going here and I do this and I do this and I do this and I do this and, I do this and oh my God, just celebrate me. Ain't no reward in that for me. The reward in me, the reward for me is the same reward that was for Jesus. The same reward for him. He says, I rejoice. I rejoice when I see my children, when I see those of my body, when I see them operating in the manner that they are to operate. That's where the excitement comes from. The excitement doesn't come from, oh my gosh, I got this and I got this and I got this and I got this house and I got this husband and I got this wife and I got these things and I got this and all my stuff is good. You know, you're, you're lonely. <laughs> you're selfish. You have no purpose. You have no destiny. You have no position. Now what? Now what I talk about this in this book where, where uh, uh, people have gotten to, gotten to all these pinnacles, gotten to this highest place in life. And then they say, is this all there is? Because I'm here and I'm by myself and I've celebrated myself so much. How many people have I really helped to manifest? How many people have I really helped? Have I really been a part of their growth? How many people that I have I helped to become who it is that they want, who it is that God has for them to be? How many people have I helped become millionaires? How many people have I helped to become billionaires? How many people have I helped to become uh, 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 speakers, to become this, to become this? How many people have I encouraged? How many people have I done this for? See, that's the excitement. Where is you know, where is my legacy? My legacy is not in what it is that I gather. I gather all these things. I was thinking about it the other day, actually today. And I'm looking and I'm saying, ah, if something happened to me, okay, this would go to these children. This would go to this. Would they help to make my neighborhood as nice as I help make it? Would they help to do this? How would they, I mean, would my neighbors still be glad that I had bought this house? Would, would these people still be glad that I had this? Would this still be glad? Would they do it with the same love, the same generosity, the same joy? Would they do that? You see, you, you, you know, um, or because you pile up all the stuff and then you leave it. Now, uh, uh, each one of your children, each one of those that you leave it to, you know, they may, they may or may not operate in the same way that you did. Look at Solomon, for instance. Look at David. Look at Solomon. You know, Solomon had this son. Here it is. Solomon had all these, all these things, all these riches. He governed all of these kingdoms. All of these people came to him. And there it is. He dies. And his son, who all this stuff was left with, here it is. He didn't have the same heart. He didn't listen. Solomon didn't listen in his latter days either. But, you know, the whole thing of it is, is this. All these things that God had given him, all this wisdom, knowledge, understanding, insight. Who did he impart it to? It wasn't his children. 
And he had a whole lot of them. He had a whole lot of wives, a whole lot of concubines, a whole lot of all that kind of stuff. What are we leaving? What are you, you know, what is the purpose of this? Are you leaving a compromised life? See, one of the things about, uh, 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 about this is I have people that uh, can become empowered, you know, because I refuse to compromise. I'd rather lose than compromise. I had a situation with something that we were going to do for the ministry. And this man said to me, the lender, the person that I was uh, that was looking at uh, helping us with the finances of, of, of this. And and maybe it's because I'm not even supposed to get the finances from somebody else. Maybe it's because we're supposed to do it another totally different way. Uh, but anyway, he says, you could do this. You could purchase this this way. Nobody's going to knock on your door to know. Now, he is a Christian and when he said that, I said, mm, can't do that. That's not my lender. That's not the person I want to do business with. Because if you really do some kinky stuff there, see, a little bit of kink, a little bit of kink. You've heard me do the analogy that if you put one drop, one pin one 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 little pin uh, 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 prick of, of 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 dung. I was a nurse before I was a doctor, so that's why I talk about body parts in a glass of water, and then tell you, oh, it's on. You, it, it, it none of it came on there. It's just the pin that I used to 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 test this, and I wiped it off. Okay, and 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 I just stuck it in your water. You're not going to drink it because it's defiled. See, a little bit of stuff, a little lie, a little compromise, a little of it, it can def it defiles. It's not that it can, it defiles the whole thing. This is the way your words, my words are. We have to choose our words. We have to choose what it is that we say. And me, of all people, really have to work at that. I have to work at that. But I have to, I, I also will not use words that the world uses when the kingdom of God does not use those words. You will never hear me say they slept together. Nope, never, ever, ever. Because that's not in the book. I've told you before that God says that his word has been sanitized so much that he can't even recognize it. Because we choose to submit to the ways of the world, to submit to the ways of, of, of the religious congregations, uh, the church, the world church, the world church. That's what it is. It's not, it's, it, it, and, 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 and the world, uh, the, the most religious being there is, is Satan. We have a world, we have a, a, a world religion, all of its religion, all of those things, all of the different things that people believe in, all of those isms are religions. So what are you going to do? What am I going to do? Are we going to stand in the midst of this and take whatever losses that it might cost us? Whatever it is, whatever the cost, we're being tested right now to find out what's in us, to see if we're going to be willing to stand and truly 
be kingdom citizens. My time is up in five seconds. So again, this is Apostle Baker J. Baker, who is a doctor in psychology. And if this has been any help to you, uh, please seed into it. Send your offerings to the address on the screen. And I so thank you for allowing me to come into your space. And I will see you next time when I'm here, still telling it like it is. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Kingdom First TV, your station for kingdom inspiration.